Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avaska Scales, at your disposal. episode. Recent exposure. Ill vapors, pun intended. Igniting truths about vaping. Mesmerize. Hey, may I labor as his shadow? One that beckons the gaze of every passerby, spawned by the regal stance you assume as you gracefully lift your arm to inhale then exhale, the cloud of smoke that soars, then clears to unveil your chiseled physique adorned in chic apparel. Shall I walk in the earthen mold of your footsteps as you stroll, struts, saunter about foreign roads, whispering the untold? On second thought, I think I'll just slither into my own flesh and survey you all together from afar while carving a shadow all of my own. Welcome back yet again, ladies and gentlemen, to another sprightly episode. It's been quite a stretch since I cooed poetry over the airwaves, so the aforementioned original work deemed to be most befitting in light of its imagery, which aligns with the topic at hand. Yes, I'm referring to the recent vaping controversy, ladies and gentlemen. Allow me to clarify edgewise that I've never, and I do mean never, been a proponent and advocate of smoking of any kind for myself personally. Moreover, as alluded to in prior episodes, I've always personally elected to adopt a sober lifestyle void of of alcohol, prescription, and illegal controlled substances, So now, mind you, this is my preferred lifestyle. Yet again, I acknowledge that other members of my circle may indulge otherwise. Given untimely deaths and unsavory circumstances involving vast and varied loved ones in my circle who battled with drug and alcoholism and or chemical dependencies, I've been inclined to feature this topic. It's definitely been weighing on me. It's been on my heart to do so. So voila, here we are. Some of these individuals have tragically lost their battle to dependencies, including, yet not limited to my late husband, and which is the son of my father, pardon me, the father of my son. Nevertheless, vaping exacerbates the sore spot that I possessed amid numerous, numerous, countless years. I must confess that I, akin to a magnitude of others, formally and naively assumed that vaping was absolutely harmless. Truthfully, 
I thought it was a mere aromatic mist derived from citrus produce and other natural natural derivatives. However, a crash course from an urgent Civil Air Patrol squadron meeting led by the squadron commander and an accompanying active parent abruptly shattered the false option, false notions and fallacies shared by fellow parents and I. Needless to say, this was a disheartening eye-opener for us mutually, an outright humdinger to say the least. So fast forward to recent weeks and new headlines from news feeds cascaded, eclipsed out of cyberspace featuring disenchanting discoveries, sudden illnesses, and rising fatalities induced by various vaping instruments. Furthermore, a very dear friend who indulges, in which I'm utmost concerned now. My prayer is that this particular member of my close circle and droves of others alongside him receive the information researched and disclosed via this broadcast open-mindedly. Hence, this episode is inspired by you from a place of love, warmth, and concern. You know who you are. So let's shift gears and dive into what experts have unveiled about vaping as of late. Okay? So, let's begin with, you have vaping illnesses, deaths, and bans. This is a Washington Post article, okay? This is written by Hannah Knowles. So um, the abridged version of this article uh, reads that health officials, lawmakers, and parents, yes, we all have, have been raising alarms about vaping for a couple of years. Warnings that products touted as healthier alternatives for smokers are instead drawing in young people with fun flavors and slick marketing, which has been a concern of uh, the active presidential administration cited this month. The caution has taken on new urgency in recent weeks as authorities scramble to understand a rash of mysterious vaping-linked illnesses that have put healthy people in the hospital with serious lung diseases. Federal officials say there have been at least 1,080 injuries and 18 deaths connected to e-cigarettes, battery-powered devices that can look like flash drives and pens, and that mimic smoke smoking by heating liquids containing substances such as nicotine and marijuana. So how did the concerns begin? So e-cigarettes, it alludes to, have been sold for more than a decade, but reports of vaping-linked illnesses began proliferating this year. You know, so uh, uh, my, one of my best friends, Jennifer, she alludes, makes a reference, an analogy to Fen Fen. We all, many of us recall uh, that controversy, which um, at this juncture, it had been taken off the market. So an investigation by state health departments in Illinois and Wisconsin uh, traces the first signs of illnesses among 53 tracked patients to April. The victims, most young men, mostly young men with a median age of 19, had overwhelmingly ended up in the hospital and many under intensive care. A third went on respirators. Patients typically experiencing coughing, chest pain, or shortness of breath before their health deteriorated to the point that they needed to be hospitalized 
And this is according to, to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So there have been some other reported symptoms, which include vomit, vomiting, diarrhea, fatigue, fever, weight loss, nausea. And many of the victims had ended up with acute respiratory distress syndrome, which is a life-threatening condition in which fluid builds up in the lungs and prevents the oxygen people's bodies need to function from circulating in the bloodstream. Now, this isn't alarming and disconcerting. I really don't know what is. So the Washington Post Lena Sun chronicled one Utah man's experience with the disease. Here are his words. Within days, Alexander Mitchell had gone from being a 20-year-old hiking enthusiast to being kept alive by two machines forcing air into and out of his lungs and oxygenating his blood outside of his body. I quote, it says, he went from being sick to being on death's door in literally two days, recalled his father, Daniel Mitchell, as he struggled to grasp the unthinkable. The doctor said he was dying. In all honesty, I was preparing to plan a funeral for my child. I wept and wept for this boy. Six weeks after he left the hospital, Mitchell has resumed hiking, but with his lung capacity diminished by 25%, he doesn't go for it for long or as often as he used to. He also struggles with his short-term memory. Doctors say they're not sure whether he will fully recover. So the first first death to a vaping-related illness was reported August 23rd in Illinois. At that time, federal and state officials were investigating nearly 200 cases and, you know, very baffling, perplexing sicknesses in 22 states, and that was per the, per the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Oregon officials announced a second death, saying a middle-aged adult fell seriously ill after vaping with marijuana oil. It was the first casualty linked to a store-bought product. The list of states with deaths has grown rapidly, like wildfire, ladies and gentlemen. So officials claim that they're, they're uncertain of why these afflictions are just now surfacing. And it says, we're all wondering if this is new or just newly recognized. And this is the CDC's Dana Meany Delman, who quoted that recently. Some argues argue that they may have missed previous cases. Uh, Susan Wally, the chair of American Academy of the American Academy of Pediatrics Tobacco Control sec- Section, told BuzzFeed News that based on her experience, young people might not recognize their use of common e-cigarette brands such as Juul, and that's capital J-W-L, as vaping when pediatricians ask. But others are skeptical that older cases could have gone under the radar. Okay, so who is affected? As of October 1st, officials counted at least, again, 1,080 confirmed and probable cases of vaping-related injuries reported by 48 states and the U.S. Virgin Islands, according to the CDC. At least 18 deaths had been confirmed in 15 states, Alabama, California, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, New Jersey, Oregon, and Virginia. And more deaths are being investigated, ladies and gentlemen. Most of the patients who have fallen ill are male and young, with 80% of patients under 35 and more than one-third under 21. But the deaths have been in older adults. Oh, gosh, which is extremely disconcerting because, you know, this is directly proportionate 
and relevant to my dear friend who's in that age bracket. Um, but it does note that the deaths have been, again, there have been an older adult, adults. And Shushat, the CDC's principal deputy director, claimed that in a briefing with reporters uh, that the median age of the patients who died is about 50, with ages ranging from 27 to 71. Um, what do we know about the causes, cause of the illnesses? Officials are still trying to determine what exactly is causing people to fall ill. They think, they believe that chemicals are to blame. If you look on the episode page, I actually had embedded an image, um, and it does allude to one of the ingredients being a form of, far, of formaldehyde. Hmm, not good. The focus of our investigation is narrowing, and which is exceptional news, but we're, people are they're still focused with complex questions in this outbreak that will take time to answer. And that was according to Ileana Arias, the CDC Acting Deputy Director for Non-Infectious Diseases. There's been a, a nationwide investigation, which has found no particular vaping devices or products linked to all cases, and now looking into potential contamination or counterfeits as many victims report buying marijuana pods and other vape items on the street rather than from a store. Many have also used multiple products, according to the, the CDC. On September 27th, CDC officials said most people in the outbreak use THC-containing products or both THC-containing and nicotine-containing products. Officials in Illinois and Wisconsin provided the strongest clues so far into what may be inducing illness. They've conducted in-depth interviews with 86 of their ill patients, and the vast majority have reported using illicit uh, materials, which include, but, not, but are not limited to, THC-containing pre-filled vape cartridges, um, which they bought from informal sources. Okay. Um, the Post reported in early September that investigators at the Food and Drug Administration found the same vitamin E-derived oil in marijuana products vaped by multiple people sickened around the country, but officials cautioned that they could not yet pin the illnesses on it. So the chemical, which is vitamin E acetate, was present in almost all of the cannabis samples from victims identified in New York, according to the state's health department. New York Governor Andrew M. Cuomo, Democrat, has directed his health department to subpoena three companies selling thickening agents used to adjust THC levels in products found on the black market. The thickening agents are nearly pure vitamin E acetate, officials say. Vitamin E acetate has also been found in samples collected from across the country and tested by the FDA. An FDA official claimed that some samples showed only THC in varying concentrations, while others showed both THC and vitamin E acetate with the vitamin E oil in varying concentrations. Um, some patients have claimed that they they vaped only nicotine products, even through ur urine tests, um, which have showed the presence of THC. <laughs> Doctors say patients may be hesitant to admit using marijuana. Okay. Again, a mystery yet to be solved. The FDA disclosed that it's launched a criminal investigation with the Drug Enforcement Administration that is happening alongside the probe by the Centers for 
disease control, and prevention into the cause of the illnesses. So federal officials are not pursuing individual vapors, but if the FDA determines that someone is manufacturing, and that's quoted, someone is manufacturing or distributing illicit adulterated vaping products that cause illnesses and death for personal profit, they said they can consider that to be a criminal act. And that's per the acting FDA commissioner, Norman Nedge Sharpless. In testimony before a House panel, Sharpless said the FDA has received 300 samples from vaping-related injury patients and tested 150. About 70% are products containing THC, the psychoactive component in marijuana, and about half of those containing vitamin E oil, which Sharpless has said has no business being in the lungs. Okay, so are certain brands implicated? The CDC has identified a number of brands as largely counterfeit, uh, saying that distributors are use packaging easily purchased online to market THC-containing cartridges with no obvious centralized production or distribution. Okay, how are authorities and policymakers, policy, pardon me, policymakers responding? Officials are imposing tough new sales restrictions and declaring public health emergencies, advising people to put away their e-cigarettes while investigators try to get to the bottom of the illnesses. Yes, let's just exercise some common sense, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, this is seriously controversial at this juncture. So the CDC, which is leading inquiries into the illnesses and working with state health departments, has told doctors to ask patients about e-cigarettes when they arrive with symptoms resembling the vaping-linked afflictions and to report the cases to health departments. Okay, Um Tobacco-flavored e-cigarettes will not be affected, officials says. Although the move amid the, the growing concern over vaping-linked illnesses, um, the present government administration pointed to a broader rise in teen vaping as its motivation. How common is vaping? Vaping has risen dramatically in popularity from around the world. From 7 million users in 2011 to 35 million a few years ago as smoking rates decline. So tobacco and cigarette company Altria Group estimated nearly 14 million nicotine e-cigarette users in the United States earlier this summer. Another study found last year that more than half of American adult e-cigarette users are under 35 years old, stoking concerns about vaping among young people. Studies showing vaping's growing popularity among teens sparked particular worry last year. About 37% of 12th graders reported vaping over the past year in one government-funded U.S. survey released in December, nearly a 10% point increase from 2017. Past month, nicotine vaping rates among the seniors doubled, and younger students also reported, reported higher use Marijuana vaping rose as well. And a CDC report found last year that e-cigarettes were the most popular product among the nearly 5 million high school and middle school students, middle school and high school students, ladies and gentlemen, who used tobacco within a 30-day period. Why were e-cigarettes controversial before the vaping-linked illness reports? Mysterious illnesses aside, many have accused e-cigarette manufacturers 
of exposing young people to addictive nicotine and luring them towards smoking. The National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine say they found substantial evidence that youth, youth who try vaping are more likely to use conventional cigarettes. Advocates of vaping sales bans also cite research on nicotine's effects on youth brain development. So, again, extremely disconcerting. Here's another um, abridged read uh, from Healthline. It's titled, Is Vaping Bad for You? And 12 Other Facts. Okay. Um, This is an article by Elaine K. Lewell, an MD, which was written earlier this year in April. So the safety and long-term health effects of using e-cigarettes or other vaping products still aren't well known. In September 2019, federal and state health authorities began investigating an outbreak of a severe lung disease associated with e-cigarettes and other vaping products. Okay, so they're closely monitoring it. So is it? Vaping has risks, regardless of what you vape. Although it's, quote, less risky than smoking cigarettes, the safest option is to avoid vaping and smoking altogether. Research into the health effects of vaping is ongoing, and it may take some time before people understand the long-term risks. So here's what is currently known about the effects of vaping fluids with and without nicotine, as well as vaping marijuana or CBD oil. So how does vaping affect your heart? So preliminary research suggests vaping poses risk to heart health. The authors of a 2019 review point out that e-liquid aerosols containing particulates, oxidizing agents, aldehydes, and nicotine. When inhaled, these aerosols most likely affect the heart and circulatory system. A 2018 report from the National Academies Press, the NAP, found significant evidence that taking a puff from a nicotine e-cigarette triggers an increase in heart rate. The authors also described moderate evidence suggesting that taking a puff from an e-cigarette includes increases blood pressure. Both could affect heart health over the long term. Uh, There was a 2019 study which assessed data from a nationwide survey of nearly 450,000 participants and found no significant association between e-cigarette use and heart disease. However, they did find that people who smoked both conventional cigarettes and e-cigarettes were more likely to have heart disease. Um, How does vaping affect your lungs? Some studies suggest that vaping vaping may have negative effects on the lungs, but more research is needed. In particular, there was a 2018 study assessed, um, which assessed the lung function of 10 people who had never smoked cigarettes immediately after vaping fluids, either with or without nicotine. The researchers concluded that vaping both with and without nicotine disrupts normal lung function in otherwise other healthy people. Okay. How does vaping affect your teeth and gums? Vaping appears to have a number of negative effects on oral health. So, uh, for instance, there was a 2018 study which reported that exposure to e-cigarette aerosol makes teeth surfaces more prone to developing bacteria. The authors concluded that vaping may increase the risk of cavities. Um, Are there other physical effects to consider? The 2018 report from the NAP found substantial evidence that vaping causes cell dysfunction, 
oxidative stress, and damage to DNA. Some of these cellular changes have been linked to the development of cancer over the long term, though there's currently no evidence to suggest that vaping causes cancer. Is there a difference between vaping and smoking cigarettes? Smoking is considered to be more harmful than vaping. The long-term effects of smoking cigarettes are well-documented and conclude an, an increased risk of stroke, heart disease, and lung cancer. Vaping might be a less risky choice for people who are trying to quit smoking. However, it says that doesn't mean there aren't risks involved, even if the vape liquid is nicotine-free. Secondhand vapor versus secondhand smoke, which is disconcerting to me. Uh, secondhand exposure to e-cigarette vapor is less toxic than secondhand exposure to cigarette smoke. However, secondhand vapor is still a form of air pollution that probably poses health risks. According to the 2018 NAP report, secondhand vapor contains nicotine, particulate matter, and volatile organic compounds at concentrations that are above recommended levels. Enough said. Is there a difference between vaping and juuling? Juuling refers to vaping with a specific e-cigarette brand. It carries the same health risks as vaping. A juul is a thin rectangular e-cigarette that can be charged in a, in a USB port. The e-liquid e comes in a cartridge called a juul pod or J-pod, and it usually contains nicotine. Does it matter if the fluid contains nicotine? Vaping without nicotine is, less, is likely safer than vaping with nicotine. Vaping with nicotine is especially risky for young people. Young people who vape with nicotine are more likely to start smoking cigarettes in the future. However, e-cigarettes still pose health risks even without nicotine. And this is a quote. Nicotine-free e-juice contains a number of, of potentially toxic chemicals, such as base liquids and flavoring agents. Studies suggest that nicotine-free vaping can irritate the respiratory system, cause cell death, trigger inflammation, and harm blood vessels. What about vaping with marijuana or CBD oil? We've already alluded to that. If you vape marijuana, side effects can include impaired coordination, impaired memory, difficulties, problem solving, nausea, and vomiting, increased heart rate, dependence in the long term. Um, marijuana and CBD e-liquids usually contain other chemicals such as base liquids or flavoring agents. They may cause side effects similar to those of nicotine-free e-cigarettes. Does fluid flavor matter? The fluid flavor does matter. A 2016 report indicated that many vape fluids contain flavoring agents at concentrations that may pose risk to users. To be safe, you might want to avoid the flavors listed below. Almond, bread, burnt, that's burnt, B-U-R-N-T, berry, camphor, caramel, chocolate, cinnamon, clove, coffee, cotton candy, Creamy, fruity, herbal, jam, nutty, pineapple, powdery, red hot, spicy, sweet, thyme, tomato, tropical, vanilla, and woody. Are there certain ingredients to avoid? If you're concerned about the side effects of, of, side effects of vaping, you might want to avoid the following ingredients. Acetoin, acetyl propionyl, acrylamide, acrylamide, Acrylonitrile, benzaldehyde, cinnamaldehyde, citril, protonaldehyde, diacetyl, ethyl vanillin, eucalyptol, formaldehyde, ovanillin, 
pentanidione, <laughs> propylene oxide, pulagon, and vanillin. The above ingredients are known irritants. Are there other ways to minimize side effects? If you're concerned about the adverse effects of vaping, try the following. Ask for a list of ingredients. Avoid flavored vape juices. Taper nicotine. Drink plenty of fluids. Brush your teeth after. When should you, when should you see a doctor? It can't hurt to talk to a doctor or other healthcare professional about the risks of vaping, especially if you already have a chronic health condition such as asthma. There's still side effects. Vaping has side effects regardless of whether the vape liquid contains nicotine. And this is a quote, ladies and gentlemen. These side effects vary depending on the base fluid flavoring. So, I hope this has been informative, and again, I hope all of you, for this, for those of you all whom this may apply, receive this with an open mind. I'd like to applaud my behind-the-scenes for your unwavering support into the years, coupled with all of you magnifying listeners, speckling the globe as always. This radio platform and movement does, in fact, conclusively rest upon your broad shoulders, so by all means, please continue. You're listening. I implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode, this is Normia Vasquez Scales signing off. Mm-hmm.